Testing one, two, one, two. Hopefully this thing is on. And I believe it's recording us. Testing three, four, three, four, bitches. We got the one, two, three, four testing. Hey. We have uh, Mr. Hayden and I call him the AKA Mr. Hayden Hendricks. <laughs> Cheers. And we have folks, Mr. Raymond Tynes, AKA the Mountain of Love. The Mountain of Love. Thank you guys for uh, tuning in to us. We're just uh, actually just catching up on a Monday. It's a Monday? Every day's a Monday, bitch. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's Monday. Every day's Monday. Every day's that Monday mentality. It's a fresh start. It's new. Yeah. Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday, whatever you want to call it, man. It's all, it's all Monday. So, you know, we're going to, uh, first and foremost, thank you guys for uh, joining us today. And I hope that you can hear us because we're doing some audio uh, critiquing as we get things rolling, but nonetheless, we're just jumping right into the fire, guys. Our very first time yeah. doing this recording, though I think Ray in the past, because we talked about this when we first met years ago, and I think one night when you when you and I were just kind of kicking back talking, I think you recorded on your phone. Exactly. Yeah. That was the first so that was thing like I the first. Yeah. yeah. So, look, guys, this has uh, been a few years delay on our part, but uh, I moved away. Now I'm back. That's a whole other story. I don't know if we'll get to that in we this might. first episode, but we might. I mean, uh, so let's take, I mean, so what should we start with how you and I met or, well, I mean, I think if the viewers want to know how we met, we can always, you know, <laughs> all right, ask, fair enough. they can always ask us that. Question. So at this point, all we can do is just keep talking and see, yeah, see yeah. where we go. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's go back to what we were talking about a little bit earlier when we were saying about, um, just like, you know, your travel, man, you said you went to Peru, you traveled a little bit, you know, you, you were gone for a little bit of period of time. You know, we've known each other, what, six years now? Seven years? Something like that, yeah. About seven years now. Around 2010, 12. Yeah. Shit. And, you know, uh, you know we're coming to you live in actually the, 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 the dirtiest part of Jersey, which I like to call the Dirty South. Uh, but, you know, the original context of what me and Mike first met was uh, not like we're on a date, but in Philadelphia. So Philadelphia, we're yeah. True. Through crazy. Mike Ives. Yeah. Who, uh, who just texted me today, as a matter of fact. Really? Yeah, because I'm supposed to go down there to run a Spartan race. Shout out to October. Mike Ives. Mike Ives. Here's the you don't know Mike. Mike Ives, get to know Mike Ives, people. So, originally, when we first met, and I'll be honest with you, man, I, did, I didn't know, you know how we would actually even evolve to where we're at <laughs> hitting a record button today. But being that, I think it's interesting to kind of take them back, like you mentioned. You know, the first... Time that uh, me, Mike, and Mike Ives all hung out. It was actually at your spot over in, in Northern Liberties. Liberties. Northern Liberties, for those you don't know, is Philadelphia. It's yeah. like a little uh, outskirt of Philadelphia, right, that, right outside Center City. Yeah. It's a kind of a hipster college town a little bit. At that point in my life, I was in, I don't know, maybe my mid-30s at that point. Okay. Yeah. Guys, I'm 41. Yeah, your boy's old up in here, you know what I'm saying? So we got about but, uh, a decade point, worth of uh, rocking and rolling. Yeah, man. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, when, when you and I met, it was at a crazy time in my life, man, because, you know, I was at a point where uh, I was new to, who is now my wife, uh, the lovely Nicole Summers Hayden. Shout, Shout out to my out to wife, Nikki. my baby, hey. my everything, my girl. Very, very uh, beautiful woman. You know, she's got me by the balls and, you know, better her than anybody else out there. With all respect <laughs> to all the other ladies, but she's got, she's got my balls. But look, that's neither here nor there, but she's everywhere. You know what I'm saying? She's here with us right now. She, she always is. 
Um, and of course she's tuning in. She's tuning in. She better be. Yeah. If not, that. you know. Either that or she's probably typing yeah. her first question now to say exactly. you know, something like, back to you. Like, how many shots did you do already? <laughs> you worry about nothing, all right? <laughs> no, um, but no, Mike, like, so let me ask you a question, man. So, and I think we got to pause to think and ask you about this. So, knowing the person that you are, and eventually, you know, they'll get to see us visually, right? But tell me about the transition from, you know, going from the environment you were into Philadelphia, because I think that that's something special to talk about. Mm -hmm. Reason being is that, you know, I don't think people really understand, you know, what change of environment can do in terms of transformation. Mm -hmm. And I think I saw, well, I know I saw a very drastic but fulfilling change within you because um, you actually introduced me to some things that, you know, were part of my own enlightenment, right? And in the same token, we can touch on that later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, and then in the same token, you know, I took into consideration the fact I was moving to uh, a different part of Philly, and you know, knowing Mike, and then having to know you, um, it was just no reason or no fucking words that I could really say that quantifies how we came together. But we just made sense. I, I just I, well you know I'll bring it back to Mike Ives because mm-hmm. uh, and because this ties back into uh, uh, your birthday party last weekend that I was so, I'm so happy I came thank you man. and dude I was legit sincere when I sent you that video <laughs> and I was like dude I those guys your your friends that one cat that works at T-Mobile the guy with the, the bald head with Damn. the beard yeah. that guy had me on the floor the way he tells a story <laughs> and he's such a beast that he's a legit. Like, he's a different... I was like, dude, your, your masculinity is so much on a different level, man. And I love that shit. Yeah. Because that's, that's not who I am. But I love guys who are like that. Just a guy, just, just this ball of just... Just machismo. Yeah. But like, very... Like, but like, cool, though. Not, not like a douche, you like know what I mean? Just a, like a man's man, a funny guy. Right. And his wife, I mean, you could, you could tell they, 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 they were just... They were great people, man. And uh, it was just... It was just the most flavorful party that I've ever attended, man. I was out on that deck the whole time, only because the stories and the different people that were coming out, I was like, I was living in a movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is like a uh, Judd Apatow movie. Kind With all these like personalities, you had, you had uh, uh, Raish, uh, uh, Ricky, uh, the Indian fellow, the, the um, Oh, Ayush. Ayush. Yes. You had all these different Shout personalities. It was so culturally diverse, and everybody was like playing their part. In a way that was so funky and fun and loving, it was just—it was a festival. It, it, it really was a festival. Um, I think that that's the best way to so, quantify. So, 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 I guess my point is the reason I, I talk about that and the reason why I bring it back to Mike Eyes is because, you know, you for me, when when, when I know somebody like how I know you mm-hmm. and I, and, I, and I know what kind of guy you are, this just a person that's just I. And the reason I felt that way with you was because I'm like I know how Mike Ives is. And I know how Mike Ives, being the guy he is, he's such a flavorful dude, mm-hmm. such a beautiful guy, such a loving guy, just such a guy with such swagger and pizzazz, that I knew if if anybody's close to him, that Mike Ives wouldn't let toxic bullshit people into his life. He's that kind of doesn't have time for that shit. Yeah. Same thing with you, man. And look, we, we look, we all have people in our lives that are toxic that we love. And look, there's a there's a place.
Back to uh... back to uh, just so so how you and I connected. So I, I think the connection was being so close to them like Ives, and I, I really do have this bond with Ives. Ives, shout out to my boy Stash, aka Soaps, Anthony Soaps, yes, Anthony. Anthony. I, 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 I live with those guys, and uh, you know when when you have a bond with, with certain people in your life, uh, they're like family to you. So anybody that they're close with becomes like your family too. Mm-hmm. So when I when you first came over to my apartment, you were with Ives, and I think. Was it Stosh that night too, man? I, uh, I, I don't, no, I don't it was know. actually just the three of us. Okay, and actually, you had um, introduced us to. It was a like I know, dude. It's like it was almost like I don't know a life without knowing you. You know what I mean? It's just certain yeah. people. When, when I'm that close to the eyes, he's bringing you over, and and we're just gelling right away. Uh, you don't it, so you can't think about like what life was without them. Yeah, right? it was just like I felt you just yeah. feel comfortable. That's why I come into a place like a party, and like I told you, man, I'm not. As I've gotten older in life, man, I like uh, peace and quiet. I like um, to just be. I think as modern chill day terms is like people try to box it into like the word introvert, but it's like not necessarily saying introvert. You just know peace of mind that you're not here I, to take no shit. I'm, I'm almost like Aspergery in the way where when I'm over when there's overstimulation, I get a little like when when there's so much energy around us. Why I don't like going to concerts. I don't like going to uh, to, to sporting events. Yeah. That energy, man, I, I get it. I, I used to thrive on it. I used to love it. Now it's just like, whew, this is too much. This right. is like, I'd rather, if it arises spontaneously, I'll navigate my way through it, but I would never purposely put myself there. But when somebody who, that you do love and endear, like I do love and endear you, invites me to their birthday party, I know that, look, Ray is only going to, he's also going to be connected to people that he loves and endears to at his birthday party. That's why it was such like, a great environment to be in. So that's why I was telling everybody, like when everybody come out, on the deck, we would shoot, shoot the shit. We're all strangers, right? I'm like, look, if you're cool with Ray, you're cool with me. Yeah, so, yeah. and the same thing, if you're cool with Ives, you're cool with me. That's right. why. And you and I just we we bonded right away, man. And and and, and I think there. I think you and I are both at a point in our lives at that point. If, if it's safe to say, I'm, I'm insinuating this for you because I know where I was. I was definitely on a path of I I, I was willing. To, I I needed to expand in my 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 horizons. Yeah. I was listening to. At that point in my life, I was going to a cafe in the morning. I was watching like old like George Carlin skits, Bill Hicks, uh, people talking about psilocybin mushrooms and psychedelic experiences. And man, I was just like, I, so many people were talking about it and I got so curious about it that I'm like, I want to experience this thing that these guys were talking about. Uh-huh. And I don't know if you were too, but I, I know I definitely was. And at that point in my life, everybody, full disclosure, I wasn't experimenting with anything that altered my consciousness. Rather be cocaine, alcohol, psychedelics. It was this really like I I I I'm, I'm a human being and I want to experience the uh, at least look. We're all and I think the one thing that makes us human and forgive me, folks. I'm gonna go off on tangents a lot, but what makes us our our own human being is knowing when to draw your line. And for me, like I want to experiment with shit, but for me, I draw my line at certain points. People go way beyond that line. That's that's cool with me too better you than me but for me it was just like uh you know i I wanted to destigmatize all these things i heard about all these narcotics like you know cocaine psilocybin mushrooms uh things that alter your 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 consciousness because i'm like you know what i'm an adult i had this uh sovereignty over myself to choose what i want to put in my body Mm -hmm. and i want to experience these things and at that point in my life that's that that's the path i was on and I don't know, were you, is that, yeah, you think that's no, why? I, I think you make a good point, and I want to kind of unpack a couple of those points that you've mentioned. So when you mentioned, like, 
uh, you know, the ability of, you know, exploring new things. And then obviously the opportunity you said with psychedelic drugs, um, you know, I'll be honest with you, you know, we've all had our high school days, you know, I've done my fair share of uh, dibbling and dabbling in every different spectrum. In high school? In high school. And well, so let me ask you, what, what, what were you experimenting? See, because I asked this because in high school, I never smoked marijuana. I never did anything. I never even drank alcohol all through high school. I was one of those fucking guys. Well, so you, well, for me, you. it was like... Uh, yeah. No, I, it's a good point that you mentioned. So as people uh, get to know us, uh, my first drug of choice, if you have alcohol to add into that equation, was actually marijuana. I smoked pot first before I actually smoked cigarettes. In high school, and I know in a lot of high school, uh, not a lot even of not, no, not even high school. High really? school. I would say I was in middle school. Um, I Damn. and see here's the difference, and I think that that also correlates as to how me and you get along very well, and we connect on the level we do because um, I was brought up in a very hybrid situation, meaning that you know I had my traditional um, upbringings of the '80s and '90s and 2000s of the world. And we'll get into that in later podcasts sure. to talk about like what it means to have culture and race and all that shit. But you know, for today's kind of podcast, it's like you know I was around a lot of white friends. Mm-hmm. I had a great you know background of great good people that took me through you know the I'm pulling you out of your fucking shell, uh, which I thank them for to this very day. Um, you know, to show me the different things of life. And first thing was, you know, I would never forget this. I was in Five Mile Woods in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Uh, I was actually with my friend. His name is Andrew. How old were you? Uh, probably we were about 13 at the time. Okay. So in the woods and it was snowing and I literally had, you know, like, you know, the opportunity to say, hey, listen, I, you know, tried to roll a joint at one point in time and Thought I was cool, and I'll tell you the first time I ever rolled a joint. Well, it is a cool trait. Like I can't roll joints. I don't have that skill set. That is a cool skill set. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Yeah. If you can roll a joint, you're cool. My I, the, the 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 whole and I think that we're gonna have a a, a, a an herb just podcast in itself. But it was interesting because I'll tell you a funny story. The first time I ever rolled weed, I actually never broke the weed up. I actually took the the bud itself and just put it in the joint. Okay. I thought that like these big like fucking turds. were you able to pull from that? Is that work? No, no, it doesn't. No, okay, so I don't that. even know. That's why I helped. Yeah. yeah. So okay. this is the part that like I had to live and learn by because, um, and what I thought I knew I didn't know, and this is how I give Andrew a lot of credit because you got to always be able to put your pride aside and give yourself the opportunity to think outside the box sure. because the first time I was introduced to smoking pot out of a bowl, it was more of an experience that I enjoyed smoking out of the bowl than it was me trying to roll a joint. Um, and I say that to say that, like, you know, he laughed his ass off and was looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing? And, and to this like, day, I'm a, I'm a big fan of bowls. I, I, I prefer smoking out of bowls more than anything. I'll, look, I'll take what everybody has at any given point, but I prefer to this day, to me, I get the best feeling when I, when I hit from a bowl. Yeah. Go ahead. You know, you're absolutely right. It's same thing <laughs> it's for myself. simple, it's a bowl, easy. A bomb, you grind it uh, up, man. You get anything that, that does not require paper and it has that gooey, uh, <laughs> it's, it's delicious. And bowls are beautiful, man. Glass bowls yeah. are just beautiful. To so, me. Um, you know, that's why we live. We're, we're close to the great city of Glassboro. Shout out to Glassboro. Shout out to Glassboro, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so you know who uh, you are. Yeah, y'all know who you are. Yeah, you know who you are. You guys are the dirty, shit. filthy animals. I love so, this. Um, 
I think it was just awesome to experience something that, like, you know, as much as, like, people think that we do know, and I think that we're tying that back into, like, you know, when you think of Philadelphia, you don't see or you don't actually know, like, the type of cultural blends that you might get. Mm -hmm. But when you really see it in action, it's a fucking beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. And I think that... That's what I originally. Tell them about Philly, man. Yeah, and that's what I was birthed into. I was, I was, I was birthed into like that opportunity faster than the normalcy of like, you know. And I'm not trying to go like into race or creed again, but again, it's like no, but please know, do because I mean, race... I, like, well, I, I'll put it out there. I was yeah, just yeah, saying, yeah. like, you know, I wasn't so toned, tuned into like always wanting to hang out with my black friends. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm saying because. They didn't no necessarily like they didn't not necessarily know, but they weren't willing to surrender their like bo- boundaries of saying like, "Hey, we're gonna learn something fucking different today." Right. And you're still gonna get high and have a good time, but sure. it's gonna be just a different way of doing it. And that's know? why I think is weed is the one thing that brings us all together. I, I really do believe in weed, and I'm one of those corny guys where I do believe that weed is love. I it's it's a gift from the planet. It's yeah. a plant. It grows naturally, and we can all. And it's funny, man, because. When you said uh, a few minutes back, and this is why I was going to ask you for a pen and paper because I want to start taking notes. When you sit around hanging around with uh, white friends, and for all you don't know, Ray is a big, beautiful mocha gentleman, if I may say. He's more on the mocha side. He's just. Oh. And, and, and Mike Hayden is the, uh, the vanilla uh, uh, that is tasting the best in the original funk Look, flavor. You take Bon Scott. Keith Richards and Mick Jagger put them together. You get Mike Hayden, bitches. That's exactly, how I roll. You exactly. fucks. You dirty, and I, filthy and, animals. And, and I'll tell you guys this, too. Like, that is probably the best vanilla bean flavor that they got in the fucking place. So. But it's so funny, man, because I was the opposite. I was more drawn to uh, my black friends uh, as a young lad. I, uh, for those of you who don't know, I don't know if there's a movie called Cadence. Uh, Charlie Sheen was in it. This, I think a movie came out in like 1990. Cadence. Uh, Cadence. Charlie Sheen. Uh, he was in there with his father, Martin Sheen. And uh, anyways, man. So Char- Charlie Sheen was in this uh, uh, this jail. for The setting was Vietnam. And he got a dishonorable discharge or maybe not. He just got in trouble for some shit. Don't ask me details, guys. You got people with questions. Guys, I am Italian. That's okay? what Amazon I do Google. not like questions. I do not take a lot of questions. <laughs> Give me a question or two beyond that. I get very anxiety. I, I don't like it. Oh, because we're gonna have uh, some questions, I'm not the best in our articulation. They're, they're going to ask you some questions. But, um, you know, he was the only white guy in this, uh, in this, in this jail with uh, four black fellows. And, sounds you know, like Lawrence Shaw- Fishburne was in it. Powerful Lawrence Fishburne. You do kind of look like a little sounds bit. Like, sounds I, like I, Shawshank, I uh, Shawshank Redemption. Fuck Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I don't need to see that movie. That depressing shit. This shit was real. Look, guys, look, to make a long story short, or to make a short story long, however you want to put it, at the end, the, the fella, the black dude came up to Charlie Sheen, and he was like, look, man, when you go back to the Nam, stick with the brothers, man. They'll look out for your ass. That had such an impact on me. And at that point in my life, man, my, look, I don't, I don't know if he's ever going to listen to this, but I feel my best friend in high school was a fellow named Perry Myers. Perry, shout out to Perry. Shout out he had an older brother, Terry, a younger brother, Jerry, Perry. and he had a younger brother, Andre. So it was Terry, Perry, Jerry, and Andre. Damn. I've always felt safer and connected around black people than I did white people. And look, man, you mentioned the word hybrid earlier. I was one of those hybrid motherfuckers because, yeah. you know, I love, because for me, it all goes back to music, right? 
I grew up during the age of uh, hairband heavy metal, and I, you know, I was born in 77, so in 87 I was 10, <laughs> and I saw what was going on in the music world. So when you were 10 years old, I was born in 84. You were born in 84, I was already... Three, I was three, I was still wearing backwards, three. Dude, I, I, the 80s were so fun, fun, so colorful, so much full of partying and just having a good time. And just talking shit out. Bros, we're going to do a shot, folks. I was like, man, it's going to be great to be a teenager. But look, when I became a teenager, it was the 90s and shit sucked, man. It got, got all depressing. Guys got too serious. I didn't like that shit. But what it was, man, like I... Uh, I, I, I always kind of went into life like an actor, man. So when, when, when I was into the heavy metal scene, I dressed apart, I looked apart, I acted apart. As a kid, I had the denim jacket with the patches, Iron Maiden, the skeletons, the long hair, the whole nine yards. So that's where you originally came from, like your true calling. That, 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 like that, that was like my thing. Wow. Now, but at the same time, man, it, it didn't... Look, man, I, I, I grew up in a white... Irish, I guess Italian. Look, I didn't do twenty three. You US. ever? Like, I'm guessing my mom was adopted. She doesn't so know who her mother was. Well, go ahead. Not to cut you off, about please. That. And let's, let's go back to your mom in a second. But like, we were ever like chastised amongst your friends um, because you were you felt comfortable in your own skin, nah. and because of the fact that like you know, did other people dress like rock and roll too? Yeah, that? yeah. But you see, it's weird, man. Ever since I was a kid, I never got the hate. Of, I, I saw it. Don't get, I saw it from my family. I saw it from other people's families. I never understood it. Rather it be people hating on race or gay. I was always like, well, why do you well, care? Fact, you wear cares? a headband or like you fucking wear a denim jacket. Who cares? Dude, exactly. Who who cares? It's like be, be your flavor, but just just be. I, I never got caught up into that shit, man. It just uh, and 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 I think I I think for me it was because I've always felt comfortable just around anybody who was nice who was cool. I always felt comfortable around, around that, that, that type of person. But I, I was able to be around hateful motherfuckers too because I was like, all right, man, I guess these people serve a purpose too. I didn't understand it the way I do now. But back so then I was it? like, this is just is what it is. Yeah. But th- the thing is, man, because you talk about being a, you know, a, 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 a black dude hanging around white kids. I was a white kid hanging around black kids. And it was like – it was almost like, oh. If you're cool, man, let's just let's just hang out and be cool, e- e- even if we're different. Because the same thing that makes us different is what makes us the same. And you know, I've always celebrated that shit. And uh, you know, f- f- for me, I don't know, man. I I, I think, and I got to give a shout out to, to to Terry Myers, man, who was Perry's older brother. Because I remember the first time being very scared when the, the, this. Look, man. Girls have always been such a... All my life, man. The females. Ladies. Oh, my God. I mean... Yeah, women at home. Obvious, like, man. That, like, that, that, and, that, and, that and I, this whole other podcast. Oh, man. And like, I, let's circle back for a second. But, just to kind of like... Get your thought off. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. no we, 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 we can circle back. Why? Wow, what do you want no, to circle back to? I don't want to stop. Because I, I think the first time I felt protected was... Th- th- there was this kid who was very mad at me because I was... Uh, I was kind of hooking up with this girl. Johnny, I was like, yeah, I was maybe say, 16, on Sounds like one of those stories. And this kid wanted to beat my ass, rightfully so, man. Uh, whatever. And look, I went to Delcy. He went to Whamstown. They're two rival schools, and I was messing with his girl. So there's a school in Delcy. And this kid came up to me with brass knuckles on his hand, and I saw it. I was scared. I kind of froze. Uh, my friend, well, now, was this Terry, guy, man, just came right between us. It was ready to like. 
he the he was ready to go to battle on my behalf because he saw me, he saw the fact that I was scared. He saw that I was like stiff, I didn't know what to do. And he came to my aid like, yo, if you're gonna fuck with him, you gotta fuck with me. And it ties back into cadence because when that dude said to Charlie Sheen in the movie, stick with the brothers, man. They'll, they'll, they'll look out for your ass. That was like real life shit for me, man. That was, and I was in the early, it was like, so for me, it was like the, the, the culture, the, the whatever. I, and I hate, I'm, I'm hearing myself talk and I'm like, can I use the word black? Do I gotta say African American? Look, guys, I don't give a fuck. Whatever, man. I'm talking about skin color, all right? Pigmentation. Black people, I always felt safe, I always felt comfortable, I always felt more uh, in tune with that environment than I, than I do uh, white environment. So I feel I can blend with any man. Because, you know, in this world, we always talk about black and white. Yeah. Guys, there's more than this black or white. Maybe we can we call ourselves a polar extremist, but there's a lot of other people also in the mix um, that we got to give uh, credit to. It's not just a black or white thing, man. There's a lot of gray in this world. I think, I think what we're really trying to gravitate towards is really what we wanted to talk about today. And um, that's just the transferring and remember the whole topic of energy. You know? Energy. You mentioned yeah. energy earlier, right? So, uh, you know, I know we're um, 17 minutes into the second part of our uh, podcast. You know, just episode covering. one, guys. Give us a little slack. Episode one. It's all good. <laughs> still learning. So we're still Give running us your feedback, this. please. Yeah. Feedback is well appreciated. And uh, obviously, any questions, comments, or topics you want to continue to you know, talk about, we want to make sure that we plug that in for you guys. Even so, if you uh, want to troll, break our balls, that's fine too, man. Because yeah. I think trolling's funny. If you want to troll and be like, you guys are doing I think I think, cool I think it's awesome. I think we're going to talk about all the trolls next week. All right. You know, we'll always talk about time. anybody that has shit to say. <laughs> exactly. Bring man. your comments and do not hold shit back. <laughs> but, uh, you know, as far as energy, man, it's like, you know, I think that's really what <clears throat> you're really getting towards. And I think that that's the part of our podcast that we wanted to cover the most is the fact that. You know, we're thriving today in modern society, you know. Um, Mike, you go through all of the trial and tribulations that people always say that, you know, hey, the glass is half full from, but sometimes it just fucking beats you down, right? right Same right. thing that I'm going through in my life. It's like, you know, no matter how high you get up, sometimes you always got to check yourself and realize you got to stay even killed. There's always a balance. There's always a... Even there's, there's no biological free lunches, you know what I'm yeah, saying? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. For you to get way up... So and in the minute that you start th- like living in the moment where you just let yourself go of like living up or down, you know, you're just allowing yourself to just be, be open to more hurt, you know. So um, the energy that I feel like, you know, you mentioned about somebody sticking beside your side, um, me having a companion that introduced me to something different back when I was younger, um, you know, smoking pot. I think it's dope because it's like. We all realize that we're all made up of atoms, right? And I think that we talked about this when I sent you the video when we were traveling. Um, we're made up of atoms, and you know we have a ability to have sense of feeling with these atoms that make up our bodies. And I think that that makes a part of our soul and spirit. So that being said, it's like interesting how when you say, "Hey, stick with the brothers," you know, uh, the comments you said, you know, they'll they'll, they'll get your back. I think it's all gravitates towards the fact that when I realized when I met you in Philadelphia for the first time, you know, I knew we would always have each other's back. And I, it's weird because it's cliche to say it, right? But in the same sense, it's not cliche when you know what you know, right? And, you know, 
we've had our opportunities together where we've expanded our minds in terms of uh, different, you know, uh, avenues. And I think modern day, as far as like the psychedelic part we talked about, we will get into a little bit deeper. Um, that is what I mean by like when I gave the example with Andrew, it's like you're you were like my modern day Andrew as far as like when I first met. Shout out to Andrew, right? So, right. So and for those who don't know what we're talking about with that, uh, I I uh, was able to introduce Ray and get through a fellow some uh, magic mushrooms, psilocybin yeah. mushrooms. So you know, like I, and like I said, like it was an opportunity for me that I needed to go on, which was a journey of my own, and. You know, which was hell for me, by the way. That yeah. that that journey that we took together, it that, deserves that its own podcast. Was, oh, and, I, and I think that you guys, <laughs> and, you know, as as as, as podcast oh, subscribers and, and listeners, listen in and uh, any questions you guys have along that, that's going to be a good top topic to talk about, especially right now because it's like it's the autumn season. It's definitely that like you know festive, like everybody's trying to find Earth and be be homely with each other. Um, I think everybody has the opportunity in life to experience that, to, to go on a journey, but you ultimately have to be in the right place. Uh, but to back to our point of energy, it's interesting because, you know, the topic I thought we were going to discuss more was thriving in a modern day society, right? With all the shit that's going on in the world, everything that's in social media and the news. It's Can like, I stop you right there for a second? Cause yeah. Because you say thriving, what, what, what does it mean to you? When you say thrive in modern society, what does that even mean? Yeah, I mean, and I think I, that's what I wanted to kind of truly get people's taken because... Okay, I get you. you. Know, because it's I, kind of like a, I'm, I'm, ambiguous I'm, thing. What does I'm, that even yeah, mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm open dialogue when it comes to thriving in modern society because, you know, again, we're coming back to the same thing. You can't live in this boxed-in mentality. You know, at 34 years, and thank God... For the ability to have that, I feel like... That's how old you You turned 34. Turned 34, wow. yeah. On September 26th. Again, happy uh, birthday, my Thank friend. Thank you, man. Thank you, brother. Yeah, Cheers, it. man. Cheers. Um, I feel like it's a situation where, you know, we as a human race have to give ourselves the opportunity. If you really want to say you experience life. And I think that that's what it really all comes down to, to just really hone into on, on the energy part and then just living your life, living your best life in terms of what everybody says in this world, right? Right, right. Um, it comes down to the fact that we all seek and desire to be around other atoms that are good energy. Does that make sense? Sure. Like when you have good vibes, good energy, you want to be around those people that That's matter. So we become friends and then, right. Nobody exactly. invites their enemies to Thanksgiving dinner, right? So I think it's a good... That should have been the Godfather. This is Godfather. Keep your friends close, keep running. But that's a different game. I'm not, yeah. I'm not playing that game. Yeah, but I mean... But like, there's... You see, but... It, in the same in sense... Some paradigms you actually do. Yeah. and But see, but see, then there's like those people that, you know, got to understand emotional uh, intelligence in the same sense of saying, you know, the society we do live in, um, we don't have to see color... But when we do see color, you know, how do we also in that same sense thrive? How do we not set the example to, let me finish my thought. How do we not set the example, both being black or white, right, to become the normalcy of what people do, right? Because you see it on TV, you see it in social media, and I'll give you an example. When somebody's actually experiencing trauma, violence in their life nowadays, it fucks me up that I see people in those videos 
hold their phones and hold cameras and try to record the shit before they're trying to actually give somebody help and attention. Mm-hmm. And that bothers me <clears throat> to the point to where I say that we need to really take a strong look at what we are as as if you really mean if you feel like you want to stand up every day on your two feet and say you're alive and you say that you you really be about your shit and love somebody you know the point that i'm trying to express is you know what are you really doing for your fellow for your fellow brother you know Mm -hmm. because you know the expression in modern day i am my brother's keeper um i think that that you know can be very formatted in our minds because we're only going to be or give somebody the title of being somebody's brother's keeper if we are comfortable with doing that. Right. But imagine having that ability to then think in the moment of saying that if you knew a stranger, right, mm-hmm. are you still going to hold that same same montage? Are you still going to be your brother's keeper as a stranger, you know? And I know I went kind of right field, but I feel like with energy, you got to realize that that's the basis of it. It's like you know, we seek out what, what's comfortable amongst each other. But I feel that, in your point, when your battery's drained or just mm-hmm. like you haven't given yourself that ability to, mm-hmm. to recharge, recharge yeah. or giving yourself the fact of saying, you know what, I've been just downright beating, I've been cheating my own self. You know what I'm saying? Because I haven't given myself the ample time to just unwind and, and hit the unplug button. Um, that's where you really go into the, the fact of making the choice of saying, hey, listen, you know, do you do what the normal people do? Do you become a part of what the people just say, hell yeah, I just want to become a part of the, the crowd or do you actually try to change it? And I think that that's also another, like, um, creed or uh, what's the word that people use or companies use? Uh, what is your uh, company's motto? Mission statement, Mission motto, statement. credo. I think that that's what our podcast is going to be built off of is the fact that, like, we're going to talk about shit that people don't want to fucking necessarily say or if you do have a notion to say, you can say it. You bring hate to the fucking podcast, we're not accepting that, right? We're not, even if you voice a question that sounds senile, we're not giving you that type of uh, audience. But the people that are really trying to get, you know, grounded with themselves first, because you got to love yourself first. And those people that, you know, that want to seek and find, you know, companionship with not only maybe their wives when they go home at night, um, their uh, girlfriends that they want to try to build a relationship with, or even just friends that, you know, you don't, you've made a had a relationship with off of experiences with, but then you're really trying to build a better bond to in terms of being an adult friend. So I think mm-hmm. there's a difference between between being a childhood friend and an adult friend. Right. That's another whole topic. So I just ran my fucking mouth. <laughs> that was beautiful, man. I mean, I, I, that was just so well eloquently just stated. Everything you no, just said. No, dude, like, it's beautiful. that's the shit that I feel. You know? um, they're beautiful feelings, man. That's some uh, beautiful contemplation you got going on there. Uh, you mentioned the word energy. And, you know, what is this energy, right? It's, it's this thing that I was taught when I was a kid. Uh, energy can either be created or destroyed. It's always there. It can only be transferred, mm-hmm. right? So you, you know, so these energies or these beings that come into my life because we're all we're all playing this role. And I, it is my fundamental belief, man. There's no. It's just things are what they are. Uh, in an infinite world, there's going to be infinite possibilities, and uh, no thing is true. And in, in infinity, everything is possible. Mm-hmm. So. You know, for me, I remember things that I disagreed with or that, that I thought were evil or, or, or that I hated. 
uh, I just got so angry and upset about because I was like, I, I, I can't believe we live in this world where this shit goes on. People kill and bomb each other and rape and, and, and child molest. And I'm like, what are we doing, man? I, I, I would just get so like angry and be like, man, the world's a fucked up place, man. Um, I think the word and, power is a fucked up word. You know, but then, then for me, I realized that, well, it's, it's, still, it's still a symptom of the universe. It's mm. still an energy. So these energies that on one end of the spectrum is very beautiful, very like, ah, oh, soothing, man. That same energy is the same energy that's tapped until the opposite end of the spectrum of destruction, hate, all that stuff, man. It's all part because of the it's same It's almost energy. like it's like when you get that fuel on this one side of love, it 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 jolts the energy of those destruction. Yeah. It's like the yin and yang effect. Right. And it, it, exactly. And 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 for me, it just comes to a point where like, oh well, for what they they exist together. Mm-hmm. They don't ex- exist to in in spite of one another. They exist because of one another. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you do, if if your thing is to destroy one, well. By destroying one and destroying the other, because they almost depend on each other to, to exist. To exist. Um, and then, like you know, there's this beautiful line from actually a, a Beastie Boys song, where uh, it's during like a trip, and this guy at the end of the song says, "You know, a voice spoke into my head, and she said that um, darkness is not the absence. I'm sorry, darkness is not the opposite of light. It's the absence of light. So in the same way, hate." It's not the absence of, I'm sorry, hate, I did it a second time I did it. Hate is not the, ap, not the opposite of love, it's the absence of it. So if any one of us, man, are in a you state just of just hate. You need a little bit of love, pepper. You gotta just, well, you're not, you're not the opposite spectrum of love, you just, love's absence. So bring, bring her back in, the way you, for me you bring it back in, your heart, man. Your yeah. heart is love, your heart is beating because your heart is love. So just like, you know, it goes back to like music, the Rolling Stones, Charlie Watts is the drummer of the Rolling Stones, he's the heartbeat of the band. And typically in music, uh, guitar players uh, follow the drummer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in this case, in this band, Keith Richards follows Charlie Watts. He follows his heartbeat. I get it. Um, or I'm sorry, guys, I'm fucking up. Charlie Watts follows Keith. This heartbeat the, the follows band, the soul. The band always has so, a cadence that it follows. That. Yeah, so 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 if Keith is the soul of the band, Charlie's the heartbeat. So for me, if, you're, if as your heart, follow your soul, which is to follow your environment. And uh, the way you follow your environment is to listen to your heart. Because you know, your heart's always, if, if your heart's beating, you're, uh, you're, you're pure love. And uh, so, I mean, as far as like energies, these energies that we talk about when, when they come into your life as a uh, human being, playing characters that we are, I'm playing a role called Mike Hayden, Ray's playing a role called Ray Tynes, you're playing a role called whoever you are. Know that also other people are playing a role of Adolf Hitler, whoever they want to be, very evil, quote unquote, evil roles. Those roles are all part of the game. And I feel... But then you also got roles like Barack Obama. Barack Obama. Um... um Prince, you know, like yeah, Prince. Uh, you know, um, people who are putting out beautiful things that, but they're also human beings too, and yeah. recognizing that as we are part of them, we're also part of the other too. When you see that in yourself, do you want to fight in self? Do you want to kill yourself, or do you think that part of you that is that? Just come here, man. You need a hug, bitch. You need to relax. I love you. It's okay, baby. We're alive. Let's look. Let's smoke some herb. Let's crack open a beer. 
let's do a podcast, man, because we're all the, we're all the same thing, bitch. We're so, just here to talk, and, and we're here to express ourselves the best way possible. And yeah, and and again, that that may flow over the years the way you express yourself. And uh, oh, that's one one more thing. I don't I don't know if we're over time on this thing. I'm looking at we're 32 minutes in on the. Well, I think head. we're gonna just uh, kind of bring it down to a. Uh, Transition into our next episode because I think the next time we want to do is feel some calls, hear okay. some questions, hear what people got to say feedback wise. Because you know, like you said, there might be some love in the room, but there also might be some hate. Do you think anybody lasted this? So, do you, look as we're talking this present moment, I wonder if there's a, a point in your life where you're actually listening to this back to this, where you actually got to, to this part of the podcast. Can you make it through the song? And if not, maybe yeah. look, maybe we gotta just no you know, no no. I I, I I honestly thought to myself at the first time for our first podcast, you know, dialogue conversation wise, um, trying to format that and put it on a fucking white dry erase board or like you know like team chart this shit out. Right, right, right. Doesn't flow like that. It's never. Oh, that's not me, dog. But that's right. a skill set. Yeah, right. some people can thrive on that shit. <clears> but, I'm not, I'm one of those guys that got in the same sense. In the same sense is that I think there was a lot that we covered. Um, so you know, thirty three minutes into it, I think it's a situation where we got to really pause to allow people to take in our introduction. Okay, right? take in the fact that uh, this isn't going to stop. You know, this is going to continue, and uh, we only want to make it better. So we're going to open it up to you guys to bring in. Honestly, just the love to the table. Um, I don't mean to sound cliche, but, you know, there's so much of the opposite going on nowadays. It's like we can't, you know, sit here and ask you guys to do and be fake. But at genuine purposes, if you feel that, you know, you have something that you want to voice and you want to say, we want to open it up to you because uh, that's why we're having a podcast in the first place. Unless, you know, you're just not interested at all. But. I think those viewers that will listen to this will be interested and they will have something to say because... And if you ain't interested, go fuck yourself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, it's a little harsh. Guys, I'm joking around. I'm no, but listen, hey... But I'm just saying, day. like, this, you know, look, we're interesting fellas. Stick with us. We're going to show you some fun shit. I'm not going to say you. I wasn't thinking about it, but Mike actually said it. So, um, you know, with that being said, you know, peace and love to everybody. Um, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. And, uh, you know, obviously with 34 minutes into this uh i think it's definitely a blessing to have our first and foremost podcast i think Friends. we did a dope thank you you know job in terms of like being able to kind of cover yeah. some of the things that we wanted to really bring to the table but ultimately we're going to keep this going to have our next episode and tee it up so bring your questions um you know obviously we're going to have our opportunity on this uh app that we're using um to allow you to voice those questions um and know that I apologize for the app. Don't mean to hate the not plug you guys in, but I just started using this shit for the podcast. Oh, we don't know what it's called yet. Uh, what's the app's name? I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna check it out right now. Hold on one second. Um, <laughs> yeah, Ray Times. There you are. It's called Anchor, bitches. Anchor. So shout out to Anchor. You know, shout out to Anchor for the opportunity. H O R. Yes, Anchor. Thank you, and we will do our due diligence to make sure that we plug you guys as necessary. But just know that this is the beginning. We're trying things out. Um, you know, for the intensive purposes of audio recordings, but hopefully this uh, Anchor app works the best. But know that our words and our thoughts will never stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Energy can't be created or destroyed, right? That's it. It only transfers. Transferred. So if you're going to transfer, 
Make it groovy, bitch. Absolutely. Amen. Anything, any last thoughts? Look, just, um, even though it's all falling apart, still keep it together anyway, because I think that's the whole part of the game. As it's falling apart, keep it together, because that, that, as one's happening, the other one's happening, that keeps the imbalance. Sometimes you flirt on the extreme where you're really falling apart. Sometimes you're keeping yourself together too much. You're stuck. You're, 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 you're tight. Let it all happen at the same time. And uh, that starts with loving yourself, having cool people in your life, and uh, smoking some herb, man. Having that downtime awareness. Till next time. We'll be thinking about this. Peace and love, folks. Uh, spank back. I think there's something to say for that. What do you mean to spank back? Spank back what? <laughs> yeah, you guys are jumping in right now on some weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not weird, man, but you know, it's. But it, it might sound weird to you guys, but uh, understand, we're talking about, like, you know, the uh, fact that, you know, RIP to the famous Rick James. He's he's one of the legend, le, uh, le, legendary living legends, in my opinion, in terms of expressing guys, how it is. Guys, we're talking about cocaine and getting your balls and asshole licked and all that stuff, man. That's what we're talking about, man. Do guys like happens. getting your balls and ass licked? Yeah. That's like the question we want to know. Because... <laughs> if you don't, you're slipping, bitches. I yeah. I don't know if you're missing I mean, out. And, and then guys, do you guys... Because we're in 2018 now. Does everybody eat the ass? I hope you do. You should eat the ass. Because if you don't... You need to really worry about your whole situation when you go home. You know, I was in a conversation the other night, man, or a few weeks ago, we're all after work, and people are talking about, oh, I want to go ziplining, uh, I want to try skydiving, oh my god, I'm so scared, and oh my god, I, I, I want to go on a fucking haunted hayride. How about eating some ass I'm burger? like, guys, you want to experience some fucking thrill in life? Get your fucking asshole licked. You want to go skydive, parachute out of a fucking plane? Look, you can do that. Or look, how about getting your asshole licked? Then you're experiencing a pretty fucking... Uh, Pretty intense feeling in life, and it, it's, it, so, alright, so listen, so guys, and, and listen, like, real shit, stuff. you know, like, I don't need you guys writing in questions about, you know, if you had your asshole lit before, but, like, you know, how many guys, like, real shit, like, you go at home at night and say, baby, I always want to eat your butthole. Alright, look, and look, respect. I just really want to know that. Like, I really want to know out of all of our followers, right? Look. To, look, we love yous, and to those of you who don't, look, I get it. I get it if it's not your game, and I'm not even mad at you. But there's those who have done that, and it's like, that's a really beautiful thing. Actually, so it, 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 the whole top, the whole part of this thing was called the Spank, the spank Bank. And that's a, a depository of memories that you have of uh, Tell us about the, the first time you tried to eat some ass. That's what I really want to know. Like, how did that go? And I don't want to hear about no experiences that we don't need to know about. But, I mean, listen, we uh, accept all of our followers as who they are. But, you know, don't have to be so graphic. But look, isn't the fact that it's so taboo and so dirty is what makes it so attractive, much like cocaine itself? And that's why I think cocaine and asshole looking go hand in hand together. Yeah, because you know It's the taboo of them that is so dirty that you want to experience that dirty. And... Look, experiencing it once maybe is good enough, and that's cool too. Cocaine, you just experience it once, guys. Cocaine and every other designer drug that's cocaine, out here yeah. is amongst the top uh, officials and people that run the world right now. And when and, and, and here's the here's the, here's the thought: don't think for one fucking second that these people that are in these dumbass positions of power is calling it how they want to call it. Or going home, trying to sniff lines off a stripper's asses. Because you know why? 
them too busy trying to get their dick hard. See, Ray's making this shit political because you know why? I guess it all does go hand in hand. It does. It? Yeah, it does. Because it does. you know what? The, yeah, it does. Politics, rock and roll, and fucking sex, fucking drugs, cocaine, and rock asshole and licking. Yeah, bitches, it all goes hand in hand. And, and, That's and, all we're trying and, to and, say. And, and, yeah, bottom line is this. You know, you can get with this or you can get with that. Bottom you know? line is you want to be bottom or line. Or you can or mix the both in the top team. of the line. But, you know, sometimes we all know Nobody's perfect. So, why would you put somebody that you don't know as a stranger trusting and trust them with your fucking decisions about how your money's going to be spent on your American tax dollars? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because this is America, right? And then say, these people ain't going home talking about, like, let me get a whole eight ball so I can go home and get right with my fucking, you know, either wife or mistress or something else. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. Right. Fellas, remember, look, you got to get down and dirty with your wife because, look, if you don't... And I ain't talking about no pool tables. At least try. Even if she says no, be like, all right, baby, I get you. I mean, look. No. I mean, but, like, not to say that that, that's everybody's vice. My vice, tequila and weed. That's my shit, okay? Yeah. But I will say this. Like, we got to really take a strong look on us putting our trust in somebody. That's why I say, like, don't take a trust... When you read something, when you read in God we trust in the back of that bill, don't always think that you reading that to yourself and thinking that that's what everybody mm-hmm. believes in. And look, you can be a bad boy and not break the law, bitches. You know what I'm saying? And look, you can break the law and still be a good boy, too. At look, the same break time. laws and don't break our balls. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. means men, ladies, stop breaking. Don't, don't break. Look, breaking balls is funny, but at a certain point, guys, relax, chill, have a good time. But, you know, we want to know, men, you know, guys. Real men that's out there. If you, yeah. if you got if you got the kahunas and the balls to say what you need to say, yeah. Say I don't need to, I don't need, I don't need about to hear about the first time in gym class about you eating ass. But I even know the first time you eat a good like decent woman's ass. Like, tell us about that. Mm-hmm. Did it change your life? Were you mentally prepared? Or were you just always like in your mind just fucked from the beginning? Because you know you're damn right. Look, either way in life, you're taking it up the ass is the whole point of the story. And it, and it, in one way or another, you're taking it. If some, and some, sometimes it's metaphorically, sometimes it's physically, sometimes it's just maybe like I'm still whatever. on the tip, tip. But like, either way, ass. you're taking up the ass by the man, by the government, by somebody. Taxes. Look, you're taking up the ass either way. But guys, rule of thumb. Uh, like, if you are going to eat ass, make sure when you do eat the ass that your ass is also proper too because... If you got a good woman, yeah, clean that muffler. That girl might turn around bucks. and return yeah. the favor. Yeah, yeah, always you know, be prepared. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Be a fucking yeah. soldier. As a soldier, you're always prepared for war, right? Yeah. So you always be prepared for that ass. See, and to say. all that and like, world a better place. And, and look, ass eating aside, you're gonna have a nice clean ass, and that makes you feel better as a human being. Believe me. Intestinal wise too, take a healthy shit. And to <laughs> yeah, all the sponsors man. that are out there, like send us, you know, anything you want us to plug and pl- pl- play on the bidets, man. We gotta be on a bidet campaign in this country, man. You know? Fuck protesting, fucking Trump and Kavanaugh and these fucking guys. I want to protest the fact that we live in this country. We, the bidets aren't standing on every toilet. To have a nice clean, because a nice clean, pristine ass. Guys, and a healthy you, you'll shit. just feel better. You'll just and a healthy feel better. Shit. And a healthy you'll feel shit. A, a lot more loose, a bit more relaxed. Even the fucking critics in the critics section, you'll be loose. A bit Stop relaxed. eating this bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Take a healthy, healthy shit and clean your ass. Thank you. Yes. And uh, if you finish there, you can't get anybody pregnant, fellas. So 
and you're still giving her a part of you. You're still giving her a part of you without having to deal with the other bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry if you well, know what I'm saying. You know, I ain't trying to have kids yet, dude. I mean, better you than me, right? And Mike just went left, right, and something. That's what I'm here for, bitch. He cleared the whole dugout on that one. So we're going to call this uh, a wrap on the, uh, what do we call this? Uh, the Spank Bank? The Spank Bank. Spank to keep bank. it, look for me, Spank Bank. Spank to all you out there, for being the Spank Bank, I appreciate you and I'm happy for you. And guys, wash your ass.